It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Really excited about this one. Talking Talanoa Hufonga and Tashawn Gibson. We're going to talk about the safety position. But Talanoa Hufonga and his presser really gave a lot of information about the safety position. And we know how good Talanoa Hufonga was in 2022. He absolutely flew onto the scene and made some big-time plays. Some of those plays resulted in 49ers not only pick six for touchdowns that end up causing the, helping the 49ers win football games, uh, but he came on the scene and he really stabilized the back end of the 49ers defense. Uh, Jimmy Ward had been injured. There was question marks about the other safety position with Jaquiski Tart moving on, and Talanoa Ufonga just settled right in. And along with him came Tashawn Gibson. The 49ers signed the 10-year veteran, and he was a guy that they got off the scrap heap, and they put him on the practice squad. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's starting week one opposite of Talano Hufanga. Of course, the duo never looked back, and their chemistry and their communication was always on point. And when you talk or heard them talk about each other, there was definitely a synergy in the way they went about their business. And I think uh, both these guys play off each other extremely well. But what helps these guys be so successful is their approach. Uh, their approach to recognizing what offenses are doing against them, scheme, you know, understanding a certain alignment, certain receivers' abilities, uh, how a offensive coordinator calls plays, all those things are predetermined in their film study and overall preparation. Well, Talano Ufonga kind of gives a glimpse a little bit into a couple of the different things that Steve Wilkes is doing uh, to help him along the way and also how he's getting a better understanding of the 49ers defense and scheme and how that is going to help him in the long run. He's going to look for all aspects. So we're actually going to hear clips from Talano Hufanga. It's going to be a really fun episode. I'm looking forward to this one because I think it gives real in-depth uh, conversation points about how the 49ers approach safety, how the 49ers are approaching defense, and some of the changes in philosophy that are coming with Steve Wilkes. Because even though the scheme isn't going to change a whole bunch, there's going to be tweaks and there's going to be ph philosophical changes that really take this team hopefully to another level on the back end. 49ers, of course, uh, started creating turnovers. Hufanga and Tayshawn Gibson were the driving force behind those turnovers. And I think we're going to understand why a little bit more when we start getting into these clips because uh, Hufanga is is very to the point and he says some very good things that help kind of understand where the 49ers are. So let's listen to the first clip. And this is just Hufanga talking about some of the differences uh, with Steve Wilkes now taking the helm as 49ers defensive coordinator. Uh, for us, it's, it's pretty... Pretty basic, you know, you want to be as versatile as possible to play both sides. You know, you could be free, you could be strong, uh, play in the box, play in the post, play the deep half. Um, and you got to mix it up. You know, everybody wants to be able to do different things. You know, if I'm a, a Mike linebacker run, doing a run through, that means Fred could be in the flat covering something. And that's what we want to be able to do. I think a lot of this year is a little bit more vision based, too. So uh, as, as, a, as a defense for the safeties, I think it allows us to really free up our eyes, uh, really kind of see the quarterback, see where the ball's going, and, and not just be locked in on a, a side and cutting the field in half. I think that's what a good job of our coach preaches right now is don't cut the field in half. So 
uh, allowing us to play free. Uh, I think that's when I say I'm trying to grasp everything and allowing myself to learn this defense a little bit more uh, in and out. It's amazing how a 40-second clip uh, can give you so much to unpack. But when you're listening to Talano Hufanga, he's very clear, uh, very decisive on the things that he's saying. And the first thing he mentioned was versatility. And I think versatility is something I've heard Steve Wilkes mention a lot during his pressers about versatility. He was talking about it with Quantrez Knight uh, just the other day in his presser about having that versatility to play multiple positions and to help on special teams. Well, in this case, Talano Ufonga is talking about versatility to be able to line up in a variety of different positions, a variety, a variety of different locations on the field that's going to you know help you in your job. So Hufonga and Tashawn Gibson can line up and they can play deep. Uh, you know, we've, you hear people talk about the deep third all the time. That's that deep part of the defense. You can line up in the box, which means you're in there with the linebackers. And in that front seven, you're getting in the mix. You're usually an eighth guy in the box. And coming up in those situations, you have to be good at run fits. You have to be able to pick tight ends up in coverage or running backs out of the backfield. And you got to have that versatility to do both. And then in the post as well. And so he's giving these examples of the different locations and different kinds of ways that he can play safety. Now, with that comes Deshaun Gibson being able to do the same things, right? And one of the most interesting things that Hufonga said in this uh, clip was him playing Mike. So if he's lining up at Mike, Fred's out in the flat. So imagine that. You got a situation where you got Talano Hufonga playing in the box and Fred Warner out in covers. Number one, that just illustrates how good uh, these two guys are at understanding the 49ers defense and 49ers scheme, but how good they are as far as to be able to play each other's role. Fred going out and playing in the flat and covering someone out there, whether that's a big tight end or a running back, and Hufanga replacing him in the box as that Mike linebacker because it's been pretty clear over the last several years that Dre Greenlaw does not usually play Mike. There are occasions if they get into a situation where he, he will play Mike if him and Fred are the only linebackers on the field, but for the most part, he is Will. Uh, when Fred does these crazy things and goes in coverage, a lot of times Dre has to take that role, but uh, Hufanga is saying in some cases it's going to be him. And if it's going to be him, it could actually be Tashawn Gibson as well, right? If they're completely versatile. Now, I do believe as versatile as Tashawn Gibson is, Hufanga is even more versatile. The guy's an absolute impact player no matter where he lines up. So it's very interesting, those comments about not only the alignment, but also sometimes the assignment where he's lining up at Mike and then his assignment are those Mike linebacker responsibilities. And then... Kind of he goes through what one of Steve Wilkes' philosophies are about more vision. And that more vision is focusing on that quarterback and really getting a good read on him. Instead of, you know, just splitting the field in half, you want to focus on the quarterback. And that's how it's going to help you uh, figure out exactly where he's going with the football, what he wants to do, and then react. And I thought Deshaun Gibson added that. Last year, we've seen Gibson not only get his hands on a lot of footballs where he drove on footballs real quick. One of them that's the most clear, if you watched a quarterback on Netflix and they have Patrick Mahomes talking about his first interception against the 49ers, and he talks about how he thought it was open, but the safety drove so quickly. That's Tashawn Gibson and his experience focusing in on Patrick Mahomes and knowing what his reads are going to be. 
and then driving on the football and he knocks the ball in the air and Hufanga comes out of nowhere and picks it off. It's that work together that is just absolutely fantastic. So I'm a tremendous uh, fan of this type of uh, playing safety where you're reading the quarterback's eyes, that freedom to not just worry about half the field, but hey, you see something over there, you go do it. And I think that's going to help this 49ers tandem of safeties really get even better as they progress through the season. Now that they've had a full season of communication, now you're going into year two where they're going to be doing the same thing. So this first clip gave us a really good idea of Steve Wilkes' philosophy for safeties and some of the versatility that he's expecting from his safeties, but also the versatility that Hufanga is expecting from himself. So this defense is really going to be very complex for an opposing offense to figure out. They're going to have to really pay attention to which personnel lines up where, and can they take advantage of it post-snap? And if not, maybe you're going to get good matchups defensively because of the versatility of parts that the four yards can use. We talk about the players on offense all the time being positionless. Well, here's an instance where on defense, it's not exactly positionless, uh, but it's getting pretty close with Hufanga playing linebacker. And I think the 49ers kind of envision a similar thing with Jair, Jair Brown. Seen him play a lot in the box. We've seen him play at nickel at practice. So I think that they're seeing that eventually Hufanga and Jair Brown being the versatile options that they're looking for can maybe even take this defensive safety position to a new level. And we've seen the progression for the safety position go from D'Amico Ryans, where he went uh, left and right safety and didn't really worry about strong or, or free and what their responsibilities are to now this, where you're getting even more versatility after it. But, you know, Talano Hufanga wasn't done there. He had more to say on the topic, and he talks about the front. And you don't hear too many secondary players talk about the front, which he's talking about that, you know, defensive line and linebackers and what they are. So listen to this. I think it was a really uh, good clip and very interesting, and then we'll unpack that afterwards. And understanding the front, I think that's something that not a lot of back-end guys really understand. Uh, you know, when we're sending the three-tech, you know, understanding where, which blitzes and what's going to affect coverages, where hot throws and different things like that. And so understanding the front and what our front is trying to do, I think that allows the defense to be uh, well versatile. So as a safety, you have to be interchangeable. But uh, if you can learn your job, you know, at the end of the day, if you can do it, uh, great things will happen. Another fun clip. You know, he's right. A lot of those secondary players uh, don't usually focus in on what everybody else is doing around them. A lot of times... They're just keyed into what their responsibilities are. They probably have a really good idea of what the linebackers and cornerbacks are doing if you're a safety uh, because those guys are responsible for coverage. But then they don't focus in on what the defensive line is doing or how they're lining up. Now, for Hufanga, who just said he plays Mike sometimes, it probably is more important for him to understand what's going on within the box and along that defensive line. But I thought it was very, very cool to listen to him talk about him knowing what the front was doing for a couple of different reasons. And one of them is knowing where the hots are going. And a hot read for a quarterback is if he's seeing a blitz or he's getting pressure, he's going to turn to a route that he knows he can get the ball to quickly. So he wants to get the ball out quickly, avoid a sack, and avoid a, a costly turnover. But if you have an understanding of where the pressure is going to come pre-snap. So if Talano Ufonga knows there's a blitz coming off the left side and he knows how the defensive line is lined up, he can pretty much predetermine you know, that the ball needs to come out quickly. 
Now, if he's done his film work and his study, he knows where the hot read is going to be more than likely. Now, teams do adjust their hot reads. They change them from week to week, so that way defenses can't get a grasp of it. But imagine you're playing a team like Seattle or the Rams or the Cardinals, and you've played them so often, you have a really good idea of what their offensive coordinator likes to build in for hot reads. You have an understanding of what a quarterback likes to throw in his hot reads because quarterbacks do become creatures of habit, and they have certain throws that they feel the most comfortable with. They have certain players they feel the most comfortable getting the ball to. So when that happens you go ahead and you can take advantage of it. And I think we saw Talano Ufonga's film work on display early on in the season last year. His pre-snap work was absolutely tremendous. He knew exactly where the ball was going, and that's why he got the jump on a lot of footballs. Now, of course, the offenses are not dumb. These offensive coordinators are really smart. So what they started doing was showing Hufanga concepts that he was used to seeing on film and then doing something different with them post-snap and taking advantage of his eyes being ready for something in particular. So what Hufanga did during the season was reevaluate it. He would understand what he was seeing pre-snap, but he wouldn't allow that to completely tarnish what he thought was going to happen. So he didn't get completely focused in on this is what it has to be because I see it pre-snap, and he let his eyes do the do all the information, all the talking for him. So now post-snap, yeah, I see the concept. Oh, now they're really doing what I expected them to do. I can jump on it. And I thought that's when he really became a complete safety. But the understanding of the defense is so important. And the fact that him understanding the defensive line is going to give him an extra advantage on potentially being able to jump in front of plays. And just think, we heard at practice just the other day that Brock Purdy threw an interception to Talano Ufonga, pick six, on a ball intended for a tight end. And what was the conversation? He was under pressure. He was in a scramble. He got rid of the ball, and Ufonga jumped it. And Ufonga admitted he was in man coverage. So you've got a situation where he understands what's coming. He knows what the hot reads are for the 49ers. He knows how Brock Purdy likes to escape the pocket, and he knows which throws he wants to make. And he took advantage of it. And that kind of understanding of defense is what helps propel you from being a potential fringe pro bowler to, in the case of Italo Ufonga, an all-pro player. So this is just some absolute good understanding because when you know where the blitz is going, you know where the pressure is coming from, you can figure out where the quarterback needs to go with the football, and that's how you make big plays. That's how you jump in front of a screen and take it to the house against the, the Rams and Matthew Stafford and put a game on ice. Those are the big-time plays that Taudo Hufanga is bringing because of his approach to the game, his intelligence, and everything that he does in film work prepares him pre-snap, and then he allows his eyes, his very disciplined eyes and approach to the game really help post-snap. So Hufanga is kind of give us an idea of Wilkes, but also his approach as well. And I thought so far it's been absolutely you know fantastic just learning and listening uh, from what Hufanga says. And Hufanga's not done because he's going to give even more clear uh, his his uh, make it even more clear his approach him and Tashawn Gibson where he's talking about this being a chess match and what exactly they're doing to opposing quarterbacks. This clip is great. When you break the huddle of who's who. 
Honestly, you know, we could switch it up each and every play. You know, we could, I could be free the whole practice. He could be the strong and it legit just can go back and forth. And so for us, it's, that's what we love to play with, you know, because we don't want to show if I'm always going to the right on this call and I'm always going to the and he's always going to the left, then that's where, you know, quarterbacks get tendencies. If I'm always down, what's going to happen? Am I blitzing? Am I staying? Am I going out? It's, you know, those are the tendencies that offenses pick up on. And so for us to just to be able to change it up, give a different look, uh, and get out of their comfort zone of what they want to see, uh, I think that allows us to play that chess game with them. So those same tendencies that we were just talking about that a offense can have, Hufonga's talking about how they can break them up on a defensive side. So a quarterback, if he gets used to seeing a certain safety on the left side or the right side, then he knows what the approach has to be. If he gets used to seeing one safety deep, uh, one safety in the box, or maybe every time Hufanga's in the box on the right side, he comes with a blitz, then he has a tendency that he can potentially take advantage of. So Hufanga and, and uh, Tashawn Gibson work on there being no tendencies. They'll switch for any known reason. They just decide, hey, we're going to switch. We're going we're gonna to do each other's role. You go in the box for this one. I'll go in the box for that one. I'll play deep third. I'll show in the box, then I'll go to deep third. The way that they can move and maneuver themselves pre-snap and determine where they're going to be, and it doesn't matter because their skill sets are so similar and they understand each other's role uh, to the, the level that they do, they can really keep quarterbacks off guard. And that's one thing you want to do. You want to make sure these guys are off guard depending on they don't know coverage, they don't know alignment, they don't know what your assignment is. And anytime that they've got a little bit of guessing post-snap, you have a little bit of a victory because if a quarterback can get a understanding of what you're doing pre-snap, then he can really take advantage of you post-snap. So that's why Kyle Shanahan does so many motions and so many shifts. He wants to not only get so much movement along the defense uh, that you're just replacing each other and have a little extra ways to go, or maybe even get you just a half second slow, but also a lot of times it reveals what coverage they're in. It reveals what they're doing on the back end, and that information is pivotal to a quarterback being able to be successful. But when you have players like Hufanga and like Deshaun Gibson that can work together in tandem and continue to keep quarterbacks off guard with how exactly they go about you know, lining up, it's, it's really difficult for a quarterback and for an offense to be successful going against the back end. Now, of course, they're still professionals, and these quarterbacks are awesome, and they're still going to make big-time plays down the field. Uh, but I thought it was really good. And the fact that he said he was playing chess, and so they're not having tendencies. They never know what you're going to do. I thought, you know, vertical chess, that's, that's kind of what Hufanga and Gibson are playing. And that's exactly what's going on on the football field play in and play out is you're trying to uh, play chess. You know, yeah, you, you got me on this one, but I'm going to get enough on the next two to stop you. And I think that's what the 49ers like to do. And I think that's an approach that we've seen from D'Amico Ryans. And I think it's even coming to a, a further level now with Steve Wilkes, uh, the way he's talking about his eyes and how he's going to approach the game. But I thought this was really cool because uh, we talked, like I said, about left and right safeties under D'Amico Ryans. Well, now it's not even just left and right safeties. You just got two safeties on the field. Uh, sometimes uh, Deshaun Gibson free safety. Sometimes he's strong safety. Sometimes Hufanga's free safety. Sometimes he's strong safety. And sometimes Hufanga's not a safety at all. He's, you know, a, a middle linebacker and Fred's out in the flat or out covering a slot. It's so interesting the 
versatility you have with these players. But the part of the reason that Gibson and Hufanga were so good was because they're able to do this. They're able to go every which way and keep an offense off balance to keep receivers off balance because receivers also study tendencies. They study, you know, which players have uh, things that they can take advantage of. And imagine starting your route thinking you're going to go against Tashawn Gibson and all of a sudden you're actually going against Talano Hufanga with a late pre-snap move. It can throw you off a little bit because Hufanga's strengths are different than Gibson's strengths. And I think that this is a something the 49ers do really well and keep people off balance. And I'm excited to see this thing communi- or uh, continue uh, because the communication between these two guys is on the another level. And I think the only place I've seen this type of communication is with Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. So the fact you're having two levels of 49ers defense completely in communication the way that they are right here, it, it's really cool. And I love the fact that you're getting a defense that a quarterback and an offensive coordinator never know where the safety is going to line up. They can't guarantee Tashawn Gibson's going to be anywhere on the field, and they can't guarantee Talano Hufanga is going to be anywhere on the field because you don't know which one's doing what on which certain play. So, yeah, you might love a matchup in the game. Like, you mu- you might love your tight end one-on-one with Tashawn Gibson, and you can dial up the play for it, but it doesn't mean you're going to get it. And it might be a end up being a weakness for you if he ends up going to get to Fonga or in some cases, someone else. So this gives the defense a lot of it or a huge advantage and it makes it a little bit more difficult for the offense. Now Hufanga wasn't done there because uh, credit Matt Mayoko for asking this question. It was, it was really good. After the, the last one, he talked about now who makes the call between you and Tashawn Gibson. So that way we could get some clarity, you know, exactly on, on how this thing is being called and who's deciding, you know, who's handling what role from play to play and listen to what Talano Hufanga had to say about it. You know, I wouldn't want to say I just go over and like tell Gip, you know, that I'm going to do it. But, you know, for me, I think he allows me to, to be as vocal as I can so it just makes so we can just make the decision and go. And so having a, a, a guy like that as a vet that really allows me to learn uh, and be the vocal one, it allows us to just both to play fast. I think if, you know, you have this going on in the back end, that's, it's going to slow things down. And for a guy like him just to be like, you got it. I've, I was, I've been in the defense since my rookie year. When he came in, it was a lot of just me communicating. I think that's what really allowed us to play for fast and free, not like as in a free safety, but allowing us to play really fast and free. Uh, that, that really helps for sure. I want you to think about that. You got a veteran, 10-year veteran in Tashawn Gibson, who has been one of the better players in the league for a decade. And he comes in and Talano Hufanga is in his second year and his first year as a starting safety. And he says, you know what? You're handling the communication, kid. I'm okay with that. So Hufanga would just call it, and Sean Gibson would go with it. And I like what Hufanga's saying. Hey, if you have a clear spokesman in the room, then what happens is you don't have any of those uh, mess-ups or any of those contention. You have it. It's real clear. It's concise. And one guy's making the call, and you just go about it. You do it. Uh, So Hufong is the guy that's handling the communication on the back end between him and Tashawn Gibson. And he's saying, hey, this is... This time I'm playing this role, you're playing that role, and that continued communication is what makes it easy for these guys to work together. And to me, this has been one of the better tandems that I've seen, you know, in the 49ers secondary. And you know, Jimmy Ward and Jaquiski Tart, I thought did a really good job with communication. They had been teammates for years, but you have an instance here now where you have two guys that can really handle each other's role. And 
you know, both of them play at pro bowl to all pro uh, capabilities. And with the amount of turnovers that Tashawn Gibson's created in his, in his career with over 30 now and Talano Ufonga really coming on the scene, I think you're seeing a, a really nice uh, group of light or safeties that can work together and do something. And it makes me highly optimistic for Jair Brown because he's watching these two guys operate at the highest level of communication and versatility and also learning from a guy like Tauno Hufanga who knows how to take control, who knows how to be verbal and vocal, but also a guy like Gibson who can take a step back and just listen and learn and do his job even though he's been in the league for 10 years. Lots of really cool stuff coming from this group. I don't know if I'm the only one that gets excited about this, but I'm a big X's and O's nerd. I'm a somebody that's really into scheme and how these guys play. And I like to get these little intricacies about how guys approach football and also a little glimpse into Steve Wilkes because Steve Wilkes, we knew he was going to bring something a little bit different. He talked about Miles Hartsfield being a extension of him and, you know, bringing in his philosophy and I think that's what we're starting to hear a little bit. Now, I don't think this is all Steve Wilkes. I think a lot of this was put in place by D'Amico Ryans. And I think D'Amico Ryans definitely helped elevate Talano Hufonga's game. You know, we've seen a lot of the other coaches that were there as well. You know, how much of this came from Coach Underlin, how much of this comes from Coach Bullocks. But I think these guys are really getting these safeties to where they need to be. And I think I'm really, uh, you know, just continuing to focus in on how these guys go about it because the three levels of defense working in one accord is what you have to have to have one of the top defenses in the league. And I think anytime you get a real in-depth look at how one particular area uh, approaches football, I think it's really cool. The funny thing is, right, this is like two and a half minutes total of conversation, but you can get so much information out of it. And these guys sit in meeting rooms and watch film and go over technique for hours. It just shows the level of complexity of playing football. It's not just lining up 11 on 11 and who's the most physical, who's the best, uh, but it's complete mental, physical. It's, it's really a cool uh, game. And that's why I always loved playing it. That's why I loved coaching it. And I think right now that's why I'm really loving getting in-depth into how these guys operate and go about uh, playing the position. So I thought we learned a lot from how Talno Hufanga uh, approaches the safety position, his communication level with Tashawn Gibson, and just how understanding the front is going to help him be uh, more of a playmaker and how sometimes he's not even playing safety, but he's playing other positions as well. And that versatility is really going to be on display this season. So absolute weapon for Steve Wilkes in the defensive side of the ball. And I'm curious what the growth looks like this year from Hufanga. I mean, how much better can he possibly get? He was already a first team all pro in his second season in the NFL. Can he take it to new heights this season? And with all the interceptions that Hufanga and Gibson have been creating in training camp, you got to think they're continuing what they started last year, and it's just going to continue to grow. So you now you know some of the things the 49ers defense is doing to put pressure on opposing offenses and probably to put pressure on Brock Purdy and the 49ers first-team offense during practice. So a lot of work. Of course, scheme and tendencies will come after the preseason. When we get into the regular season, 
that's when you're going to start seeing some of the big plays, some of the things happen, not the base stuff they're running right now, which you, everyone has to learn, and then you build everything off of that. But uh, I'm very appreciative for Talano Hufanga for giving us a little bit of insight uh, you know, to what's going on. So like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I really appreciate it. 49ers cut back on Believe. If you're listening on an audio platform, please give me a five-star rating. That would be much appreciated. Thanks, everyone, for uh, joining me for this episode. Looking forward to talking 49ers versus Broncos. That's coming up really soon, so be on the lookout for the game preview show. And uh, it's going to be another fun week of content. Looking forward to everything that comes before the Broncos and after. Until the next one, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.